You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are talking about the Cornerstone Integrated Liberal Arts Program, of course, in the School of Liberal Arts, a school I was blessed to graduate with a great degree in back in 2004. And joining me on this episode to talk about the program is professor and then the director of the program, Melinda Zook, and student Nicholas Buffo. You guys, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Great. Great. Glad to, happy to be here. What was your major when you graduated? I uh, fin- finished in film studies. I started oh, as a common to finish with film studies. So. Okay. Great program. Yeah. So I was a super senior because I decided to change that halfway through instead of <laughs> after one year. So I was a, I did five years. So, but five of my favorite years of life uh, being up there at Purdue, of course. So, well, uh, welcome to the uh, program, guys. Uh, glad to have you guys on uh, talking about the program. Uh, let's before we jump into Cornerstone, I kind of want to just let our listeners get to know uh, a little more about you. So let's start, ladies, first uh, with you, Melinda. Talk about um, yourself, where you're originally from. Um, how you made your way to Purdue, and then what your roles are there. Okay, uh, so I'm uh, originally from the Washington, D.C. area. I uh, went to graduate uh, school at uh, Georgetown, and uh, my first uh, job uh, was at Purdue University. So came out to the Midwest, didn't even, never been to Indiana, knew nothing about uh, uh, the Midwest. Um, and I've been here ever since. Uh, and um, so we started the program that we're uh, here today to talk about uh, in 2016. Uh, and we have rapidly scaled up. And um, one of the reasons you probably asked me here is we just uh, got a big grant uh, from the National Foundation uh, for the Humanities. Awesome. Yeah, we will get into that grant here in a little bit. Uh, Nicholas, a uh, freshman in the College of Engineering from uh, Kansas City, if I'm correct. Uh, tell us a little bit more, a little bit more about you. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm a freshman again in the College of Engineering. Um, hoping to go into biomedical engineering uh, at the end of this year, um, and then hope to go to medical school after that. I think. I think. Um, I have guys. I should say I have Purdue run in the family. Um, I'm fourth or fifth generation here at Purdue. Um, and so my first ancestors came back in the forties and fifties. So it's kind of, uh, it's really kind of cool to be here and, and kind of honor the family tradition. And so it's, it's great to come out of high school and, and come to a place that I know my family has been a big part of and, and I know that it's a big part of them. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Nick and Melinda. Appreciate that. And, uh, awesome boiler up there. Uh, that's really cool that you're keeping the, the family tradition there. So. Awesome. Well, let's talk about uh, the Cornerstone program. Melinda, we'll start with you. Just kind of explain for our listeners and our viewers, if they're watching this on the web, what Cornerstone is. Okay. So um, Cornerstone is a 15-hour certificate program in the College of Liberal Arts. And uh, what we're trying to do, it's really designed for STEM students like uh, Nicholas uh, to um, hone their communication skills, Uh, and widen their breadth of knowledge and get a chance uh, to read the text they've always wanted to read, take care of their general education requirements uh, through uh, a course of study they're interested in. So Cornerstone starts with the first year sequence that Nicholas is in now, uh, Transformative Text 1 and 2, but then it goes on and there are themes 
uh, that they can take their courses in their liberal arts courses, and some of them are science and technology, another theme in environment, another theme in management, uh, another in health uh, and medicine, and another in um, justice and conflict resolution. And so what we're trying to do is give them sort of a core within the core. So they have to take general education requirements. We're just asking that uh, they take them in a sort of purposeful uh, manner through Cornerstone. Okay. And when, when did this program start? Um, okay, so uh, it took us a year to design it. So that was 2016-17 and we kicked off uh, in 2017-18. So it's really rather recent. We only offered a handful of uh, sections of transformative text. That's the gateway sequence. But we're now this year offering 76 um, sections of transformative text and we have over 4,000 students wow. um, in the program, mostly STEM students. Okay. Talk about how those classes that you were mentioning, how those were chosen. Um, okay, so the, the transformative text sequence um, that we designed uh, and what we were trying to do is uh, give students a faculty course. In other words, it's not taught by uh, uh, graduate students, it's taught by uh, distinguished faculty uh, in liberal arts, but they could be anywhere in liberal arts. So you could have a musicologist or a historian like myself or a philosopher. And uh, they would pick uh, foundational texts. And at the same time they're reading foundational texts, they would hone their communication skills. So those were brand new courses. Uh, the, the themes that follow afterwards, so in say in science and technology, those courses were already being taught here, but they they hadn't been sort of honed into or developed into themes. And that's basically what I was trying to do, to show students that they could take these courses um, and get another competency. So say you are in environmental engineering uh, and you uh, did the uh, theme in environment, uh, you would have a, a wider view of environmentalism. Gotcha, cool. And obviously, as you mentioned, uh, this is not just for liberal arts students, and as we got Nicholas here, who is in the <laughs> College of Engineering. Nick, talk about how you heard about this program and why you decided to take some of these courses to be a part of this. Yeah, sure. So um, I think one of the biggest things that it was coming in, I never really uh, knew what the Cornerstone program was, but it was kind of that first kind of push. So I, I class started in SCLA uh, 102, and um, we had had a presentation originally at the beginning of the year by my professor, Professor Malone, and he had kind of introduced what Cornerstone was and what the goal of this class, kind of the goal of the certificate was. Um, and so starting um, there, I just kind of like fell in love with the idea that like I'm able to take courses outside of, you know, those engineering, those hard STEM based courses, because right now I'm in 15, I think, credits, credit hours of just all engineering courses. And so uh, it's really nice to, you know, have a class where I can, you know, I, I always like to say the expression, like sit back and read a book kind of thing and, and have a have a class where I'm, you know, I, I'm not having to crunch numbers on Excel or, or design a problem statement. And so um, starting there, it just kind of like grew into its own thing and, and kind of was like a great place to also go and meet with people and discuss it with people and hear their opinions too. Um, and hear something and talk about texts that are such a big part of our history that I can then turn around and use in, in my classes as well, because I don't think some of these texts I would have ever read outside of the class, but things that I wish to have read, something like that. Yeah. Cool. And talk about what, what is SCLA 102? 
So SCLA 102 is uh, it's transformative text and then based on, um, under my understanding, an oral presentation side of it rather than a written presentation style. Um, we have three oral presentations throughout the year and then a final presentation or yeah, three and then a final. Um, and it's just it's a class where we are introduced to both books and uh, pieces of um, one of them we just read this week was actually a piece out of the Liberator, the magazine. Um, and then another one out of the North Star with Frederick Douglass, because um, we've kind of uh, been shifting our, our ages. And so right now we are in like a Civil War era and American history. And so we're just now reading the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass um, and, and looking at how that's transformed how America saw slavery and how America saw some of those big things um, in the formation of our country and in the development of our country. And so SCLA is introducing us to these texts that are selected on behalf of the professors um, that they see as transformational and how uh, we see that it changes people and how it changes history and rewrites part of the history and how we have been here today based on those texts. Well, that's really cool. Sounds like a great class. And okay. talk about just kind of, I know you're only a couple months in here to the semester of your freshman year, but kind of talk about how already this uh, this course is kind of helping benefit your uh, your your professional growth. Yeah, so I have actually uh, just been preparing. Um, I've got a oral presentation next week for this course, um, and so that's kind of one of the biggest things is preparing those skills um, to give oral presentations and to be able to stand up in front of an audience and talk for a period of time and and explain uh, how I see because we get to choose our own texts and how that has transformed history and so. Or, or a historical event. So mine is on a historical event. I'm actually doing uh, research on 9-11 and how that has rewritten American history and how America uh, has changed both physically and ideolog ideologically. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so I think like already so far, I think it's already helped with those skills. And it's also helped with a different type of skills and at more of an interpersonal level. Um, and sitting back, we've had many class periods of discussions. Uh, and so sitting back and listening to uh, what others have to say and talking with them and, and truly having a, a meaningful conversation about, you know, what is their opinion and how do they think this transformed? Because it transforms everyone differently. Uh, text does not necessarily transform the same person the same way. Um, and so I think it's those interpersonal skills and those oral skills, those oral presentation skills that have really helped uh, me already so far in college. And I know it'll only go, go further than that through the cornerstone program. Awesome. Well, it looks like it's already, you're already reaping the benefits from it, <laughs> uh, developing those communication skills, obviously. So kudos, sure. kudos to you, uh, Melinda. Obviously, you've got some great students like uh, Nicholas participating in it. Talk about the importance of, of just getting uh, students aware of this program and, and keeping it going. Um, okay. So we, um, okay. How do you keep them aware of it? I think that um, what Nicholas described with Professor Malone talking about the certificate, he did it early on in the semester. We always um, have them do it, you know, at one point throughout the semester, everybody talks about the certificate. So students can go on. Now, not all of them will be able to go on and do uh, three more courses beyond transformative text one and two, but most of them can uh, sort of fit them in by taking care of gen ed requirements through those courses. Um, the advising community is very well aware of Cornerstone. Uh, the deans and the administrators throughout the university are pretty uh, on board uh, with it. So I don't think um, awareness is not becoming a, uh, it's not a, a problem much anymore. Uh, uh, it's gotten a lot of publicity. 
Uh, we had a, you know, we've had a lot of great students talk about it. To be honest, uh, let me let me say this: word of mouth, students telling other students, yeah, more important than just about anything else. I mean, it's certainly more important than T-shirts. Um, if a student recommends the course to another student, that's the way to go. And so we're always hoping that that's what will happen. Cool. And uh, talk about the, the STEM students that take this course, get the certification. Talk about the importance of that certification okay. for the students in the STEM fields. So the Cornerstone certificate goes on their transcripts um, and they get a separate uh, certificate suitable for framing. Um, and what we're trying to do now is every chance I get, I talk to employers. So uh, for example, GE uh, is a big employer of Purdue students and Lilly. And, um, Whenever they want me to, I'm there and I talk about it so they know when they see Cornerstone on the transcript that this student has exceptional communication skills. So, for example, the reason we designed Cornerstone was that uh, our colleagues in the STEM disciplines were saying that their students uh, needed to hone uh, their ability to, to talk in a presentation style or to write or to read critically. Um, and Nicholas mentioned uh, interpersonal skills. Uh, that's exceedingly important, right? Uh, especially in a, in, a, in a global, the global world that we're living in, they've got to get along with everybody and we're trying to teach them uh, those skills. Awesome, and Nick, when you hear Melinda talk about that and the, the cornerstone of the certificate and talking to employers fighting for you guys uh, <laughs> who get the certificate, talk about how cool or, uh, important that is for you, people like you. Right, right. So uh, as I said earlier, I, I am wanting to go on to medical school. Um, and so being able to go into there with something um, even as unique as, you know, a cornerstone certificate and presenting that to the medical school um, when you're being looked at to be admitted and saying that, you know, not only am I an engineer from Purdue, you know, one of the top engineering schools in the nation, um, but I'm also a, a liberal arts core. I have that liberal arts core to myself where I'm not just studying medicine. I'm also studying the ethics behind that. I'm also studying, you know, other texts or other parts of history um, outside of just that major. And I'm taking a, a more uh, interdisciplinary route. I'm taking a route that's not just, you know, following these courses. I'm taking a route that's unique even to the school and unique to students being able to go here. Um, and so having that certificate and looking at both medical schools and then also employers as well beyond medical school or uh, for internships and being able to explain that and explain that I've taken courses on how to present things or I've taken courses on, you know, the ethics of my studies is, is a really great thing that kind of helps distinguish you as a student um, in your field. Awesome. And I know you're probably pretty zoned in on this current semester, but I don't know if you've looked <laughs> ahead at some of the other courses with Cornerstone that uh, you'll potentially take next semester or next year. Talk about any of those that you're kind of looking forward to. Yeah, sure. So actually, um, it's great that Cornerstone, you know, and as uh, Professor Zook had said earlier that, you know, these courses are built into the courses already through the programs. And so a lot of the courses in my degree, uh, following a biomedical degree platform, um, a lot of those philosophy courses or a lot of the humanities courses that I have to take for that major are within the Cornerstone program. Uh, and so a couple of them, I, I know I've looked ahead a little bit to that. And um, there's like ethics in biomedicine or ethics in medicine and following the healthcare route is kind of the route that I've chosen. But I know that there may be a day two or maybe a semester where I have an extra spot where I want to take an environmental policy or I want to take a policy course outside of 
medicine and just being a medicine focused person and kind of look at or take a history course or something or, or take, you know, a history of medicine or something like that. So I think there's, there's courses really to suit any sort of your need or any sort of your want in a course. And um, specifically for me, I'm really looking forward to like the ethics classes and the healthcare classes because it's something that pertains directly to what I'm wanting to do. That's really cool. I love it. And Melinda, you mentioned earlier uh, near the top of the, the, the episode about a grant that you guys have recently re received. Talk about the grant that, help, that helps expand this program, liberal arts, and, and the humanitarian education on campus. Oh, uh, well, uh, we received the good news just a few weeks ago. Um, the NEH um, offered um, $7 million uh, to uh, what's called the Teagle Foundation in New York for the replication of cornerstone-like programs. So um, even before then, other universities and colleges were reaching out to me and asking how we did it. <laughs> and um, could they, uh, you know, uh, model uh, their program on, on what we were doing. And so this grant uh, allows uh, Teagle to distribute that money uh, to other colleges um, that need to put together cornerstone-like uh, programs. And so, um, I couldn't be happier, um, and it means I don't have to do it alone anymore. <laughs> so there's a whole uh, uh, network in New York uh, that's supporting uh, the replication of Cornerstone. Um, in fact, the program is called Cornerstone Learning for Living, um, and uh, it um, hopes to solve uh, a lot of uh, issues uh, people are seeing and um, gives, give all students a better um, general education. Um, that's our goal. Awesome. Well, um, anything else you guys want to add about the, uh, the program or this new grant that you feel is uh, important enough to mention? Well, I'll just say this. Um, right before this um, meeting that we're having right now, uh, I did a webinar uh, for universities and colleges interested in Cornerstone, and there were a hundred participants. So that tells you about the interest uh, that, is, that is out there. Um, just, um, it's amazing to me, and it's very hopeful, uh, and I'm extremely pleased. Awesome. Nick, is, you know, any of your fellow uh, classmates or roommates or anything like that, that may be not involved, obviously you sound like you're enjoying this, or you recommend this to, to other classmates? Yeah, I mean, I can only speak highly of the program and I only speak highly of all the, the professors and especially the director, Melinda, um, and um, and everyone that's working with the program. And uh, I think it's, it's really a great option, I think, for students who um, want to explore new things and want to explore things. And, and a lot of my friends and, and colleagues who are, are currently freshmen or sophomores who had taken SCLA 101-102 and didn't realize there was this part to it that they could go beyond it and receive the certification, uh, I definitely um, will, will recommend it and, and say to keep on the track because it's really, it's a great thing for, for anyone to have. And it's, it's a great, um, I, I call, I'd say an asset, but it's a great asset for students um, to not only uh, explore what they want to learn, but also to have that part to them that's so unique, that's unique to what Purdue is and what a lot of people are trying to base it off of in the nation. That's awesome. Well, as long as Purdue keeps getting uh, great students like yourself, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll definitely keep making uh, great leaders out there in this world. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Well, uh, Nicholas, uh, best 
of luck to you and, and Godspeed as you continue your studies at Purdue. <laughs> Melinda, thank you so much for your time as well, uh, joining the Full Steam Ahead podcast. It's been a, a pleasure having you guys on. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure as well. Awesome. Boiler up. All right. <laughs> Boiler up. <laughs> A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.